rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions. These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Saturday the 26th of November. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Tom Clayton. President Putin shares the pain with mothers of soldiers fighting in Ukraine. These mothers were carefully selected. Some of them really had sons fighting, but all of them belonged to some kind of official organisation. So that's why it's, it was another show. And um, everything Putin says, we should assume it's a lie. And Elon Musk says Twitter will provide an amnesty to some suspended accounts. A service that is broadly as broadly inclusive as possible, um, where... Ideally, uh, most of America is is on it and and talking. We start with Russia, where President Putin has been meeting with mothers of Kremlin soldiers fighting in Ukraine. He's told them not to believe what they see online, particularly about the war, and also said he shared the pain of those who'd lost sons. It's led to criticism, with some calling the event carefully choreographed, Russian human rights activist Gary Kasparov is chairman of the New York-based Human Rights Foundation and a former Russian world chess champion. These mothers were carefully selected. Some of them really had sons fighting, but all of them belonged to some kind of official organization. Uh, before you can uh, come close to Putin, you probably should sit a couple of weeks in the quarantine and then there's all sorts of checks. So that's why it's, it was another show. And um, everything Putin says, we should assume it's a lie. Tens of thousands of Russian and Ukrainian soldiers have been killed or wounded in the conflict sparked by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, according to the United States. The president was shown in recordings meeting 17 women to mark Sunday's Russian Mother's Day, sitting around a table laden with tea, cakes and berries and listening to their stories for over two hours. Gary Kasparov says Putin's methods come from his KGB training. It's all lie. Don't forget, he is a KGB officer, and in his own words, there were no such a thing as former KGB agent. So he's playing a game now. Since he wants to continue this war to the very end, to the bitter end, uh, to the moment where he'll run out of resources, he has to send a message to Russian public that you know he he cares. He needs this kind of public approval for the war, which is deeply unpopular in Russia. Putin has said he's no regrets about what he calls Russia's special military operation in Ukraine. He praised the women's sons for defending Novorossiya, literally New Russia, a loaded term from the Tsarist empire that modern Russian nationalists use to describe the large parts of southern and eastern Ukraine that Russia now claims. The president says he sometimes called soldiers at the front and that their words had made them heroes in his eyes. Elon Musk says Twitter will provide a general amnesty to some suspended accounts from next week. The world's richest man said accounts that had not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam should be let back on the social media platform. He told reporters what he thought Twitter should be. A service that is broadly as broadly inclusive as possible, um, where... Ideally, uh, most of America is, is on it and, and talking, you know, and, um, and having uh, facilitating uh, discussion between people and 
uh, you know, sharing ideas and, and, and um, content and, and, and creative things, whether they're written or video or podcasts. Mr. Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion last month and has since been pushing for content moderation on the platform, specifically by asking Twitter about the total number of spam accounts even before he had made the deal to acquire it. Several accounts, such as that of former U.S. President Donald Trump, have already been reinstated by Musk. Tech journalist and editor at NBC News, Marianne Rasson, has told Times Radio that she's not sure that Elon Musk is making the right decision. So people who really care about freedom of speech would say that even somebody like Trump should be allowed to have their viewpoint. And then others would say, well, the January 6th riots show that people like this are dangerous. You definitely shouldn't allow them. And people would say that, you know, the rapper Ye is anti-Semitic, so you shouldn't be allowing him on the platform. Do I think it's a great move? No. The potential changes have drawn scrutiny from regulators and divided Twitter's own users too. Some are worried it could give a platform to hate speech and misinformation. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insights into the globe's main stories in just 10 minutes. On the way, protests continue in China over COVID measures and Kanye West sets his sights on the White House for 2024. We head now to Iran, where the country's football team is a huge source of national pride, but fans are split over opposing protests. On Friday, the Iranian team pulled off a huge surprise with a dramatic 2-0 extra-time win over Wales. Before kick-off, the players sang the country's national anthem but remained silent during Monday's game with England in apparent support for the anti-government protests that have erupted in Iran since the death of Marza Amini in September. Meanwhile, Iranian fans protested with slogans and waved banners outside World Cup stadiums. A few wore T-shirts commemorating Masa Amini. Others held banners declaring women, life, freedom, a popular slogan of the protests. Fans waving the official Iranian flag tried to drown them out with their own chants. One fan says it's frustrating. I just want the world to see my picture, but wherever there is any media or camera, they are covering uh, the, the lenses with their flag and making a lot of noise and not letting us be heard. Some protesters have been seen stepping in front of groups of women with women life freedom on their T-shirts and chanting over them. They are seen wearing opposing T-shirts printed with pictures of the Iranian supreme leader and a powerful Iranian general who was killed by a US drone strike in 2020. This demonstrator says this is a chance to have their voices heard. Today I don't care about the soccer. My priority is not soccer, it's not World Cup. My priority is my people in Iran who are uh, fighting with Islamic regime with empty hands for their basic rights. People in China gathered to protest and call for the end of strict COVID-19 prevention measures after an apartment block fire killed 10 people. Footage online showed residents in Xinjiang arguing with officials enforcing lockdown measures, breaking through barriers and chanting lift the COVID lockdown. Local media said a deadly blaze appeared to have been caused by a fault with an electrical extension. An online post suggested that firefighting efforts were hindered by COVID restrictions. Beijing continues to pursue a zero COVID policy despite record infection numbers and growing public anger. This man is a resident of Beijing. I definitely hope it will get more and more humane, right? The government will think for the sake of the people on the ground and be more scientific. 
China reported 35,183 new COVID-19 infections on Friday, setting a new high for the third consecutive day. With the latest on the World Cup in Qatar, here's Kane Reeves. World Cup hosts Qatar have become the first team to be eliminated from the competition. Their 3-1 defeat to Senegal, coupled with the Netherlands drawing one all with Ecuador, sealed their fate. They become only the second home team to exit the competition at the group stage after South Africa in 2010. The United States gave themselves a chance of qualifying for the next round after holding England to a goalless draw on Friday night. A win against Iran on Tuesday could guarantee their qualification. And Neymar will miss Brazil's second game against Switzerland after suffering ligament damage in his right ankle. The PSG forward limped off during their tournament opener, which they won 2-0 against Serbia. Neymar was fouled nine times during that match. Rapper Kanye West has said he wants to run for US president in 2024, despite facing backlash over his recent behaviour. West, who was legally changed his name to Ye, posted his campaign logo online and captioned it Ye24. He claimed he'd asked Donald Trump to be his running mate. West ran for president in 2020 but failed with only 70,000 votes. After a stream of controversies, including making anti-Semitic comments online, the 45-year-old was dropped by his talent agency, while fashion companies including Gap, Adidas and Balenciaga said they would no longer work with him. Around 2,500 naked volunteers have posed in the early morning sun on Sydney's Bondi Beach for an artist campaign to raise awareness of skin cancer. The brains behind the installation is American photographer Spencer Tunick. He wants to encourage Australians to get regular skin checks. The Waverley Council officially declared Bondi Beach a nude beach just for the duration of the shoot, so no laws were broken. The World Cancer Research Fund said Australia is the country in the world worst affected by skin cancer. And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Saturday the 26th of November. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, it's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Crossroads wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan ramash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to i'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information